0: This conference will now be recorded. Praise God. So happy to have you with us here today. God is good and His mercy endures forever. Yes, God is good and His mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. We have been studying this topic that there is a destination for every expectation, And that comes from the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 23, 18. And we're we're going to continue to explore this principle, because as we said before, there are principles in the word of God that work just as effectively as the principles to which we're all familiar, the the, the natural principles like gravity that enables you to sit where you are, you know, the, the, the mathematical principles and things like that. That there are spiritual principles that are just as effective, just as reliable, and they work all the time. And one of those is found in Proverbs 23 verse 18. And when you, when you lay hold to that truth, you can actually soar in life. I mean, things can go so much better for us as we are, the more we're familiar and understand and recognize these Principles. There are spiritual principles that are just as reliable, just as effective as the natural principles. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to go to Proverbs twenty-three, eighteen, and we're going to keep moving forward. We're not going to go over what we've discussed to date, and we can, um, you can, you can get copies of, of the prior teachings. I, as a matter of fact, I, I emailed them out um, last week. And if you didn't receive it and would like to, just email info at jdsministries.org. Again, that's info at jdsministries.org. And say you'd like the, the teaching on expectation. And then we can just email it to you. Praise God. But Proverbs 23 and verse 18, the word of God says, for surely there is an end. And thine expectation shall not be cut off. Surely there is, for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we come to your, right to your throne right now in the name of Jesus. And we just come asking for revelation, for insight, not just for information, but for revelation and and we pray, Father, that that revelation will result in transformation. For that is what we're here for, to be transformed more and more into your image. We are here so that the, the, the destinies that you've already prepared for each and every one of us will be realized. The destinies that you have for humankind will be realized in Jesus' mighty name. So Father, even in this, these few minutes, I pray for your, for your spirit to teach and instruct us, Lord God. And we'll be so, so, so grateful. We are so grateful. And we just give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. And so again, I'm not going to repeat. This is part three. I'm not going to go over parts one and two uh, because, because of the time, amen. The thing is, we understand the Bible says Surely there is an end. There is an end point. There's a destination for every expectation. Hallelujah. So the question becomes, what is it that you are expecting? If you're expecting things to go from bad to worse, that's exactly what's going to happen in your life. This is a spiritual principle and we need to understand because it doesn't matter if you say, well, I was just kidding, whatever, whatever the Bible says, it says here, your expectation shall not be cut off you are going to reach the destination of that expectation so that's just the truth so if you have and we also established and you can will go you can go into detail and learn all the underpinnings of the truth that expectations are formed by what you think about What, what what you think about forms your expectation those thoughts that you accept Form your expectations. What you accept, you expect. And so that the thoughts that you accept form your expectations. And there's a destination for every expectation. So it doesn't matter what you're thinking. Doesn't matter how many zillions of people pray for you. The Bible says it is your expectation that shall not be cut off. You will reach the end of your expectation. So what you would have to do is align your expectation with God's expectation praise God. You have to make sure if you're, if you're expecting that, that, oh, oh this person, they've got this diagnosis. So of course uh, they're go, they're going to die, you know, or, or if you've received that, you've received that word from the doctor and, and you just take his word for it. And you just believe that this is, this is the end. This is it. If that's what you're holding fast to, if that's what you believe, if that's your expectation, if that's your hope, we Establish that that word expectation in the, is, is literally in the Hebrew, that word expectation is tikva, which means cord or attachment. So it gets drawn to you and you get drawn toward it. It starts cut heading towards you because you're attached to it. So whatever it is that you expect and those expectations come from thoughts, thoughts form expectation. So if you want to change the outcome, you want, you, the, the key is to align your expectation with God's expectation. That God's expectations for you are, are not evil. They are shalom, peace, prosperity, good things according to Jeremiah 29 11. That's in prior teachings. You can go back and we go into great detail on how that is so. Praise God. So if you've been maintaining the wrong expectation, then you have to replace what you were expecting and what you were thinking about, what you have embraced. You have to replace it with God's expectations for you. Yeah. Amen. And we were going into how you do that because it's not enough to just tell somebody to give somebody information so that people know things what's important a key is to know how it's not just to know but to know how how do i do this how do i get out of this i i keep you know i want prosperity but i keep thinking lack. how do i change it how do i how do i break out of this that i'm in you know I I keep worrying about things that the Bible tells me not to worry. It, it it the Bible tells me be anxious for nothing, but I keep worrying. How do I stop this? Right, Amen. You came to the right place. Praise the Lord, because the key is, of course, modifying your thinking. You know, you have to you have to learn how to bring these thoughts into captivity, how to render them captive. You have to replace what you're thinking and one way the way to do that i shared comes from joshua 1 8 you know the bible talks about meditating in the word day and night so i i mentioned that in joshua 1 8 and it because then it says then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success right if you meditate in the word day and night. So there's a replacement. You're not meditating on negative things. You're not thinking nothing ever happens to me. Why can't I find a job? Why are there no job offers? Why is there no opening? What am I going to do? Oh, this is terrible. The more you meditate on that and you accept that you're, you are forming expectations. As a man thinks in his heart so is he, it sets your expectation, which is your hope. And you get tethered to it. Whatever you're thinking, you get tethered to it. So do you want to be connected with no job? Do you want to be connected with bad breaks? Do you want to be connected with negativity? Do you want to be connected with things going from bad to worse? That's what's happening. And you have to stop it. It, And you can break it. Yes, you can break. You have to change what it is that you're embracing. You have to disconnect from one. I'm telling you, the Bible says, and in, um, Lamentations 3, in Lamentations 3, hallelujah, and verse, what is it, 21, I do believe it is. Let's see. So that comes after Jeremiah, the Lamentations of Jeremiah. So you go to Jeremiah, go next to Jeremiah, I said Lamentations chapter 3, Yes, 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 yes. And verse 21, Scripture says, This I recall to my mind. Therefore, have I hope. You have to recall to your mind. Yes, you have to intentionally place in your mind the truth. The truth, God's expectations that, that come from his word. And you got to be intentional about it because what you recall to your mind, what's in your mind, what you believe, what you're thinking about, it forms your expectation. Another word for expectation is hope. It says, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. So you have to recall things to your mind. And then they, this goes on to describe what Jeremiah actually recalled to his mind. He said, it's of the Lord's mercy that I'm not consumed because his compassions don't fail. They are are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So he started to recall to his mind that God is faithful. Hallelujah. He started to recall to his mind that God is compassionate and his compassions never fail. Every morning I have a new slate of mercy he recalled that to his mind and that formed his expectation so he had an expectation of deliverance he had an expectation of good things are you understanding this so it it it, it caused him to change his hope change his expectation so it altered the destination because there's a destination for every expectation similarly in psalm chapter 42 the bible says you know, why Psalm 42 in verses 5 and 11, verse 5 and verse 11, scripture says, why art thou cast down? Oh my soul. And why are you disquieted within me? What's going on inside of me? Why am I so full of fear? Why am I so anxious? Why am I thinking something bad is going to happen? What? what's going on here? Why, this isn't right. Why do I think? That money's going to run out. Why do I think I'm not going to get another job? Why do I think this is things are so terrible for me? Why Why am I maintaining these thoughts? Why is it? It's upsetting my soul. I can't sleep. I don't know what I'm going to do. I can barely breathe right. You understand what I'm saying? Why art thou cast down? And then he gives the solution. He says, hope thou in God. Another word for hope is expectation. Hallelujah. So again, he's saying, I'm, I'm telling myself that I have to change what I'm expecting. I've got to change what I'm thinking. i got to change my hopes. I can't be expecting something negative. I've got to hope in God. Hallelujah. The expectation of the righteous shall be gladness. You have to change your hope it's deliberate. It's intentional. You say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not thinking that way anymore. I'm not expecting things to go from bad to worse. This is intentional. This is deliberate. This is on purpose. You must implement. It says, hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. You see how he's changing? He's changing his whole focus to God. To God's word, to God's expectations, the expect, the hopes of God. Hope thou in God. Recall it to your mind. Hope in God. It's got to be deliberate because God expects you to experience shalom, well-being, goodness, favor, good breaks, deliverance, rescue. That's God. So he says hope thou in God. So you're expecting rescue, deliverance, well-being, wholeness, a good job, open doors. Yes, the same God who said in John 10:10, there's a thief out there who's come to steal, kill, and to destroy. But he says, I am come that you might have life, that life is zoe, the God kind of life, and that you might have it more abundantly. Those are good things. You wanna hope in God and lay hold to the good things that he has for you. Are you understanding this? And a key way to do that is through meditation. Meditation. It's, And I'll tell you, the term meditation, especially around Christian circles, has gotten such a bad rep. And you rarely find people who are willing to actually provide instruction to teach you about this, about about meditating on the word of God. You'll just, you'll go to a Bible study and they'll say, meditation means to mutter, just to mutter. I'm telling you, if you want to hope in God, you want to recall things to your mind. The Bible tells us, we just read it in Joshua 1 8. It says, I want to, I meditate in this book day and night in the book ends of your day. When you wake up, I believe I shared it last time that every day that you wake up you remind yourself of who you are and you start to determine how you're going to greet your day every day you everybody does it you wake up what day is it etc and what the word is saying is that you want to set your expectations consistently with the word of God when you wake up and before you go to bed when you Lay your head down. And if you if you adopt this habit where you, you take the word, you say, Hallelujah, I'm the healed of the Lord. I I am prosperous. Yeah, you start to determine who you are through meditating on the word of God. You're reflecting, you're pondering the word of God. And according to Joshua 1:8. It says you meditate to observe, to do. So you meditate in such a way, hallelujah, that that as you meditate on the word of God, what happens is that the spirit of God will start to give you pictures. To give up time, you start to connect with God's expectation for you. You will actually have mental pictures, yes. And the, the Bible calls them visions. You'll start to see yourself whole. You'll see yourself healed. You'll see yourself in that position. You, these men, these pictures, they may be symbols. They may it may be like a, a, a movie, almost like a, a movie that you're watching, or it may just be a, a symbol. It, you might just see something. I, I don't know what it is, but that what happens in med- meditation and it helps to form your your expectation and you actually get a picture that you get connected to and you you see in the realm of the spirit what has already occurred see in the realm of the spirit there's no time there's no space there's no distance it's 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 happening it's like it's, it's real life happening, and you accept that, and you receive it, and you get tethered to it, you get connected to it. Hallelujah! You know, you read about, um, you read in, in um, Hebrews 11:1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you enter into meditation, and you're pondering, you're reflecting on that word. You start to ask God, you know, Lord, what are you revealing to me? I see your word on healing. Lord, reveal yourself to me through meditation, right? And you, you start to see these pictures in your mind's eye. I, I'm telling you, the eyes of your understanding become enlightened according to Ephesians 1. You start to see this. You start to know the things that God has prepared for you that love him. Hallelujah. And you accept them. You receive them. I'm telling you. that it's, it's, it's awesome. And you do it at the bookends of your day, day and night. I I I showed you this from Joshua 1.8, right? It's not the only place it appears. Look at Psalm 1. Look at Psalms. I'm telling you, when you catch this, these principles, these principles that are just as true as the principles of aerodynamics. As you know that it they're just as real and they work just as effectively when they are put into operation the the challenge is you know because this is true there a lot of times um you'll find you know to me it's there's there's no wonder that the enemy wants to create this mystique around the concept of meditation as if oh you know, now you're into this Eastern stuff, and now you're doing mantras. Now, 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 Reverend Steele's preaching about mantras. No, I mean, no, no, no. Do you realize that that at least 20 times the Bible endorses the practice of meditation? The one who doesn't want you to do it is the devil, because that meditation, when you focus on, you get yourself quiet and secluded. And you focus on the goodness of God. You focus on his attributes. You focus on his word. Hallelujah. In the light of where you are, what you're, what you're dealing with, this, that and the other, you know, but you start to meditate on his word you, and you meditate on his attributes and you become so saturated with his presence. And then suddenly there are, there are pictures that occur in your spirit. And you are actually witnessing, praise God, the things God has prepared for those that love him, the things that God has prepared for you, the the shalom, the thoughts that he thinks towards you, thoughts of shalom that are designed to give you an expected end. He shows you the end. He shows you the expectation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That he has for you, and you link up with it. You say, I receive that in the name of Jesus. Look at Psalm 1. Look at Psalm 1. Look, it says, Blessed is the man. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, blessed. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of the sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. So, so we're not. We're not adhering to the counsel, the word of the ungodly, right? We're not hanging out with sinners. We're not seated with the scornful. Look at verse two. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. See that? You delight in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night, I'm, I'm 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 resting my case. Listen, we saw it from Joshua one eight, right? Meditate day and night, and then you make your way prosperous, and you'll have good success because that meditation is forming expectations. You t- you meditate. Oh man, Wh- whatever you think about, whatever you accept, you expect, so that the acceptance of the of the truth of the word of God. When the acceptance of yourself, hallelujah, in the light of the word of God. You see yourself as God sees you. You you remind yourself of who you are based upon his word. You meditate. It is deliberate. It is intentional. You do it day and night. Joshua 1.8 says when you do that, you make your way prosperous. You get tethered to it. And you have good success because you're, you're attached to it and your expectation shall not be cut off. And in Psalm one, it says that, that you're blessed <laughs> if you meditate in the law of the Lord day and night. And then it says, that person shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, do you see that fruitfulness, that prosperity? Look, in fact, it says his leap also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I'm telling you, you're setting your thoughts, your meditations are of God. Amen. Day and night, the bookends of your day. Yes, you, you, you take that word and you reflect on it. So you're not Listen, you're not thinking about how sick you are, how bad off you are. No, that's not the meditation, right? A well person doesn't focus on illness, right? So you believe you are healed and your focus is on healing, is on health. It is not on sickness. You understand? A wealthy person doesn't meditate on lack. A wealthy, a prosperous person isn't expecting lack. You're not waiting for the next shoe to drop. No, a wealthy person is thinking of prosperity. So this happens from the inside out. It's a different way of being you don't we don't rely upon external circumstances to dictate what goes on in how, in our lives how your life proceeds it's not based on external circumstances that's where people have had it wrong we've been allowing external circumstances to dictate how we feel Faith in God operates in the exact opposite manner. There's the internal, hallelujah. It's the, that which takes root internally dictates the external circumstances. So you want in your heart to meditate on the word of God, to see it in the realm of the spirit, to have the eyes of your understanding enlightened so that you might know, you know, you're healed. You know, God's got either this job or something better. You know, this shall turn. You know, money's coming. You know that you're a blessing going somewhere to happen. You know, it is well with you you it, you know it on the inside and it is it has it is not dependent upon the external circumstances you you receive it in your heart and you get tethered to it internally and it affects and changes the external conditions are you understanding this because every expectation has a destination there's a destination for every expectation so you change the expectation within and it changes that destination so hallelujah that's how it works and there's a prime example there are many examples of this in the word of god and i and i just i don't want to go too quickly but i showed you from joshua 1 8 i showed you from psalm 1 1 right psalm the very first Psalm. isn't that something how he starts out this way the book of psalms starts out this way hallelujah you need to declare you are blessed you just start to it doesn't matter what the circumstances look like around because they are they're they're changing they're subject to change Once you see it, you got it. When you, if you, when you see it in your spirit, you got it. It, it is, it is a done deal. You set your hope that way. You get tethered. That word, hope, it is tikva. T i q v a h. It is a cord. It is an attachment. You are attached to it. I wish I had a cord here. Oh, I do have a cord. I have some kind of. Look, you are a. Can you see it? You are attached to it. So you're pulled to whatever that hope is, you are now attached to it. So it, it's drawn towards you and you are drawn towards it. That's, that's how this thing works. And it is a spiritual principle. Doesn't matter if you believe it or not, it's happening. So the best thing is to change your expectation. You have to. So stop focusing on what's bad. This is terrible. and You end up up operating almost on autopilot. And if that's negative, that's very dangerous. Because there's an end to it. And if you're on autopilot, you think, yes, every day is just like the last day. You know, nothing new, nothing different is going to happen. You, you, your mind is stuck there. It's a bad place to be because there's a destination for that expectation. But you can change your expectation. And a, a clear way to do it is engage in meditating on the word of God. I can go into detail on how that happens. Perhaps we can do that next time. It is, it's, it's, it's vital. It is life-changing. I gave my testimony last time, and I know. If I had not done that and just accepted the collective history, the collective um, memory of the past. The God said to me, he says, you keep showing up as the collective memory of the past. He said, you must show up in the vision of the word that I gave you. I will never forget that all the days of my life. And that healing, when I accepted that, I had to exchange, I changed that expectation and stop thinking about what happened to grandma and that relative and that, what did that have to do with me? He said, I do a new thing. Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Hallelujah. You have to change your expectation because your expectation shall not be cut off. There's a destination for that expectation, but you can change it. You can alter it and you do it through meditating. And the word of, of God. Do it day and do it night. On the bookends of your day, you'll start to see. You'll you'll get mental pictures. It's like a a movie or a symbol. God is going to let you know He's got it, and you accept it. You receive it. And see what that what that does is it enables you to better do what the Bible prescribes in 2 Corinthians chapter ten. You know the Bible tells us that we have the ability to take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. It is not every thought that comes to you that you have to accept. We can be deliberate about that. And the, the thing is, once you meditate and you set the expectation for that day, then you are better able to be aware of those thoughts that go against the knowledge of God. Awareness is critical because the enemy wants to sneak in unawares. See, the Bible tells us that, thank you, Lord. The Bible tells us that the enemy can plant tares in the field of your soul and he will do it unawares. How would you be unaware? You're unaware when you're not meditating on the word of God. You just start accepting everything, anything. You can't be that way because it'll allow the enemy to, to, to sift, to sow discord, negative things. And the Bible says you can do it while you're unaware. But when you take the time to meditate on the word of God, you are setting the expectation consistent with the word of God on a daily basis. That way, when something that is contrary to it pops up, you have this thought, you can cancel it immediately. You can say, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's wrong. I rebuke. No, that's not right. And you get right back in on what the spirit of the Lord has put in your heart what you've read from the word of God, you're better able to be aware. And that awareness, that alertness enables you more readily to do what is prescribed in Second Corinthians chapter 10, right? Amen, because we know that we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But how many people just sit and take it and allow the enemy to implant things unawares? How many people have been a crying about what's not happening. It still hasn't happened. I don't know when this is going to turn around. That's dangerous. You could, you need to stop it because you're going to keep getting more of the same. Why? Because you've set that as your own expectation and that you can get 20 million people to be praying for you, but there's no agreement. We just read it. Proverbs 23, 18 says your expectation Shall not be cut off. So the best thing to do, you have other people praying for you, but you want to agree with them and you don't agree with them if your expectation is, is that this is going to go wrong. I'm not going to happen. It's going to, it's going to be bad. And oh, this, oh, this is so bad and it's, it's never going to happen. Oh, they're praying for me, but their prayers won't work. And oh my, I mean, that's crazy. This is a spiritual principle and it operates with exactness with reliability that's the truth and if you meditate on the word it's no wonder the devil doesn't want you to know that we should do this no wonder the devil wants to say oh this is woo woo and now she's up there talking about you know saying there and on doing mantras and omes. that's not what the word is saying but i can give you 20 scriptures where god is himself endorsing this practice of meditation and lets you know how beneficial it is i i I wrote them down not long ago i had i I found and i i myself came across 20 such scriptures i just read a couple of them hallelujah but and i said isn't that something there's no wonder the enemy wants to mystify and make this so mysterious you know uh uh-uh you get up in the morning you, everybody's meditating on something anyway. It's just don't, stop turning on the TV, stop, stop checking social media, all that. You owe it to yourself to take the time to just sequester yourself away, get quiet, turn off the phone. Don't let anybody's phone call disturb you. Turn it off. Hallelujah. We see this even in scripture in psalm 63 david he was in the wilderness he's running from saul in the wilderness and he takes the time look at look at psalm 63 he was in a terrible shape saul was out to kill him you know when david was running in the wilderness this is recorded in first chronicles chapter 23. Somebody was at, Saul and his men were after David's life. They were going to kill him. And even there, the Holy Spirit had him take the time to to record something, to put it in writing. Oh, my goodness. What did he do when he was in that tough place in his life? I mean, folk after him. uh, The king, the king who has all this authority and all this stuff and snap his fingers and and you're this, you're killed, you know? What, what could he do? Did he worry? Oh my God, what's going to, look, look at Psalm 63. He says, Oh God, thou art my God. Now he's in a tough place. He's in a cave somewhere. He says, Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. Do you see that? The bookends of his day. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and a thirsty land where no water is. To see, I'm telling you, when you do that, when you meditate, you get quiet, you'll get mental, you'll get pictures. He says, to see your power and thy glory. Do you understand this? He goes early in the morning to seek God, to see something, to see his situation turned around. Are you understanding this? This is a spiritual principle. So he takes time to meditate. I'll seek you early, the bookends of his day, to see. I need to see your power and your glory, Jesus. So as I have, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. That's while I bless thee while I live. He's up there praising God, in the middle of a cave somewhere, running for his life. But he has seen, he has seen the delivering hand of God through meditation. Janice, I didn't see the word meditation. Okay. All right. So then look at verse six. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Do you see that? meditating day and night, early and on his bed in the night watches. Do you see that? It's, this is a tremendous principle. It works. The word works when you take the time to do it. But it's not, trust me. I mean, I, there are a, a number of people who would just say you know call our ministry do that and you think that because you called them that everything's turned around now because they prayed for you that may or may not be the case are you are you in alignment do you agree that's the question because if your expectation is different from what they prayed Bible says it is your expectation that will not be cut off. So that's why it is called a prayer of agreement. And if you don't agree, the fact that you call somebody up or some send somebody an email does not matter? Because you don't agree. If you're still expecting bad things, you're saying, "Oh, this is terrible." There's no agreement. And it is your expectation that won't be cut off. So if you align your expectation with those prayer warriors, hallelujah, your expectation will not be cut off and they just join in with you. One sets a thousand to flight, two set 10,000 to flight. But I'm telling you, beloved, you got to line up your, your heart in agreement. And this meditation is a prime way to do it. You look at Psalm 63, David. It says here before you get to verse one, it says a Psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. He was running away in the wilderness. What did he do? He meditated day and night to see something. He saw victory before it manifested. He saw it in the spirit realm, and he wrote about it right here. He he wrote. Look at look. I want you for homework. Let's see the time. You reread Psalm 63. Because that's what it says. He says, I'm seeking you early in the morning and I'm seeking you, I'm meditating on you in the morning and at night. And I'm meditating to see your glory, to see your power and to see your glory. And he saw it and he wrote what he saw. What did he say? He says, look, Psalm 63, verse nine. He says, those that seek my soul to destroy it, Shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. And Saul had come after him. And what happened to Saul? He fell by the sword. But David saw. He saw his deliverance. Even as he meditated, he says, "I'm coming so I can see your power and your glory." And he saw it in the realm of the spirit before it manifested in the natural, because it had not. He was still in the wilderness of Judah when he wrote this. And he wrote what he had already seen. He didn't write this after the fact. It says a Psalm of David. When he was in the wilderness of Judah, not after, while he was in there, he saw it. He said, I'm meditating to see your power and your glory. And he saw it and he wrote about it. He said, those that come after me, they're going to fall. But the king shall rejoice in God, hallelujah, everyone that swears by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. I'm telling you, this is a principle and it would behoove us to follow it. Amen. I hope that you have learned something and I pray that this, this incentivizes us all to not allow ourselves to keep thinking about and expecting negative things, the, a worst thing to happen. Out of all of the possibilities, why would you think the worst? Out of all of the infinite possibilities, out of all of the thoughts that God thinks towards you, all of, all of the thoughts of shalom and wholeness that God thinks towards you, all of the me- ways in which he's pre-planned and expected end of shalom for you, why would you think the worst? Now you meditate, you think about that and I I pray to God that you begin to implement because it's not enough to hear. You must do. You, you meditate to observe to do. David meditated to observe to do. We'll have to continue with this next time, but I I know this has been a blessing. I know. And, and now, and, and I just pray to God that it results in a change. A change in what we've been doing. Amen. So that you can experience triumph in every area of your life. Praise God. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. So we're going to lift up these prayer requests. Amen. And just join with me right now. Heavenly Father, we we just come right now in your presence. We thank you, Father, for your word. Your word is truth. Your word is reliable. We thank you for it and for the instruction that's coming by the Spirit of God. Lord God, we thank you. Yes, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for change. I thank you for transformation. I thank you that as we meditate day and night, hallelujah, we will see your power and your glory. We will see your power and your glory in all of these circumstances. We lift up these prayer requests. We lift up Brenda's father in Jesus' name. We pray for his healing. hallelujah we believe to see your power and your glory even in his life in jesus mighty name hallelujah we lift up sister song in the mighty name of jesus we believe to see your power and your glory manifested on her behalf father god i i pray for her and all others seeking employment hallelujah sister esther's son and, 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 and sister song and others who are seeking employment father god we believe to see your power and your glory we see it in the realm of the spirit we decree and declare they have the best jobs doors have opened the favor of god is upon them in jesus mighty name this is what we meditate on this is what we believe this is what we are tethered to i thank you father god that it that it that it comes to pass that it happens we see them we see them delivered. We see them whole. We see them restored in Jesus' mighty name. We lift up Sister Joyce. We lift up Patricia. Praise God in Jesus' mighty name. We see them whole. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We believe for their healing, the complete and total healing from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. Hallelujah. I know you sense the presence of God just as I do. We lift up those. Hallelujah. Hallelujah who have been battling COVID. Right now, we see them healed in Jesus' mighty name. We lift up Tony. We lift up all others. Hallelujah. Who have been, Didi and others. We use them as points of contact for others who have been struck by COVID. Hallelujah. We declared them healed whole from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet we say be made whole in Jesus mighty name we apply the precious blood of Jesus over them all of those battling covid we pray for empty hospital beds we pray hallelujah that for their healing such that they leave hospitals walking out hallelujah in Jesus name we pray for cleansed lungs healed lungs in Jesus Mighty name, praise God. We pray for those who've been faced with uh, cancer. We lift up Modell. We lift up um, Teresa. We thank you, Father God, for Modell's healing in Jesus' mighty name, and for Teresa's healing in Jesus' mighty name. We say, "Be made whole from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet." We lift up Myra, Lord God. We thank you for healing her body. Thank you, Father, that she progressively, hallelujah, improves. We pray for complete and total healing from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. We lift up Willie Lloyd, similarly, complete and total healing. Oh, a mighty turnaround. His spirit and in his mind, his emotions, his will in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We lift up Valerie Diggs we command the lesions to leave we command all sickness to leave in jesus name and healing spring forth hallelujah help spring forth speedily praise god and her brain is sound in jesus mighty name we lift up yolanda and femi for healing thank you father you're the lord god who heals we believe hallelujah to see your power and your glory Praise got manifested even in their physical bodies for by the stripes of Jesus Christ, they were and are healed in Jesus mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. We lift up the nation of Afghanistan. We pray for shalom, for peace to prevail in that nation. We pray, Father, for, for people desiring to leave that they be able, that you make a way for them to leave safely in Jesus' mighty name. We come against division, murder spirits, turmoil in Jesus' name. We bind those operations of darkness now in Jesus' mighty name. We bind those operations. We render null and ineffective all strategies, plots against the people of Afghanistan, against foreigners in that country. Hallelujah. Those desiring to leave, we pray for missionaries and others there. Hallelujah. For their safety, their safekeeping in Jesus' mighty name. We put a stop to the killing, murderous spirits. We rebuke them. We bind those operations and cast them out in Jesus' name. When we pray for the shalom of God, for the rescue, the power, the delivering power of God be their portion, be there in Jesus mighty, mighty name. Thank you, Father. And we pray for the, for even those who come to these United States. Praise God. We, we pray out any, anyone with nefarious intentions. We bind those operations in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that that they experience the shalom. It is the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. May they experience the goodness of America. Let there be peace in America. We pray for peace on these shores. We come against all activity trained to destabilize and to harm these united states we def- in the spirit realm even now we defuse bombs any we de- we defuse any type of attacks in jesus mighty name we rebuke them cancel those operations and we apply the blood of jesus over these united states and over those who enter these united states we pray for the afghani people that they were that they receive the love the love of god even as they are in this country and that they, they they do well here. And they hallelujah. And they, praise God. Pray that it is shalom. We pray for the shalom of those who enter here. Hallelujah. We pray out terrorists. Terroristic organizations that they be identified. That the spirit of God would ferret them out. They be identified, captured. Hallelujah. Dealt with in Jesus' mighty name. All any assailants be captured. We pray, Father, for the family of TJ, the young man who was sought and killed in senseless violence. We pray against violence in these United States, even in our communities. In Jesus' mighty name, we gun violence. We rebuke it. We pray against it. We 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 blow it out by the wind of the Spirit that it shall not happen. We put a stop to it in the realm of the Spirit. We put a spot, stop to it right now in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for raising up of leadership, smart, intelligent. Amen godly leadership, hallelujah, to implement implement programs to put a stop to this senselessness in Jesus' name. We pray that all assailants be captured and dealt with in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we we know that you're a God who hears and who answers and who helps. We believe you've heard our petitions and because we believe you've heard our petitions, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of you. Hallelujah so by the faith of god we call these things done in jesus mighty name amen amen and amen hallelujah we pray for yeah finances amen i see praise god praise god in jesus mighty name thank you father for doing a work and a wonder in jesus name and if this has been a blessing to you i invite you to be a blessing to triumph in christ through your prayers and through your financial support and you can financially support this ministry by writing to Triumph in Christ, P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. That's P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. You can visit the website at jdsministries.org. And you can also use Cash App, dollar sign, JDS Triumph, T-R-I-U-M-P-H. Thank you. God bless you. And I'm going to stop recording now. Amen.